Hey, we've been talking all week about getting control of your days on this Take Back Your Days Challenge mini-series. In the first three episodes, we talked about identifying your priorities and having realistic expectations. If you missed those episodes, I'd suggest you go back and listen to those. There's a lot in there that will help you in this process and in getting control of your days. So let's get down to some nitty gritty today in this fourth episode of the mini series and talk about planning out your day so you can feel in control instead of allowing your day to control you. I've heard from some of you that you don't have a dedicated time to plan out your day. The reasons have been varied from I don't see the point to I don't have time or I'm not sure what to choose to plan or why bother when the the day is so unpredictable anyway? Do any of those resonate with you? Well, today let's talk about the three benefits of having a dedicated time to plan out your day. The first benefit is that it reduces decision fatigue. Yesterday, we talked about how your day will dictate what you get done if you don't pre-decide what you will do. As you go throughout your day, you are constantly making decisions about what you'll do next. And each of these decisions requires energy and effort. The more energy you expend making a decision, the less energy you'll have to complete a task. When you have a plan for your day, you can reduce the number of decisions that you need to make and as a result, reduce the amount of energy that you need to expend to decide what your next step should be. A friend and I were talking about her struggle of feeling overwhelmed and not knowing what to do. When she looked at her list each morning, she didn't know where to start, she felt paralyzed, and she ended up getting pretty much nothing done. She said that she felt like she was spinning her wheels and getting nowhere. Can you relate to that? Man, I've had those days. At one point in our conversation, I asked a question that stopped her dead in her tracks. I asked if she had considered planning the night before so she could wake up knowing what she wanted to do. It's a simple yet profound concept. After learning this concept, I always make time to plan my day, my next day, before I go to bed that night. I try to do it before dinner so that I can prepare anything that I'll need for the next day, such as thawing food, laying out supplies, things like that. But I always make sure to do it before I go to bed. It only takes me five minutes because I have a system in place. If you want to learn more about my system, I have it all outlined in the Flourishing Days framework. You can go to flourishingdays.com and find out more about that course. When I checked back with my friend a few weeks later, she was feeling so much better. More of her days felt purposeful. She was accomplishing more. And most importantly, She was not feeling decision fatigue as she tried to decide what to do because she started planning her days the night before and she knew what she was going to uh, focus on when she got up. Now, the second benefit is that it minimizes fires. There is always something urgent demanding our attention, or at least it seems urgent, President Eisenhower used a matrix that is now called the Eisenhower Matrix to decide what needed his attention. 
all the tasks and activities fit into one of four quadrants based on its urgency and importance. Now, some tasks truly are urgent and important, but more often one of two things happen. One is that it seems urgent and important because someone else says it is, but it isn't really urgent and important to us. For me, this might be when my daughter puts off completing an assignment until the last minute. She feels rushed and stressed and thinks that I should drop everything to help her. Or when a colleague wants an answer right away during her work hours, but I'm not working during that time. Another thing might happen is that we ignore an important task because of the other fires that we're putting out until this task becomes urgent. For example, filling out an application by a deadline. We could have it done well in advance, and then it's important, but it's not urgent yet. Or we could wait till the last minute, and then all of a sudden, it's a fire. So when we take time to plan ahead, we can focus on important tasks without having that looming deadline. As my friend discovered, it helps to minimize the fires or at least minimize the severity of them. The third benefit is that it reduces stress. Stress is our body's response to a situation. Planning your day and managing your time can cause a variety of responses depending on your approach. It could cause anxiety, fear, guilt, or shame. You might have FOMO, fear of missing out because you're not doing things that other people are doing and you think maybe you need to be doing them. Or it could give you calm, purposeful attention. When you know where to focus your attention, and we talked about that in the previous episodes of this mini-series, and you have a plan of attack for the day, you can begin implementing it step by step. You don't need to second guess, to worry, or to wonder what you'll do next. You can simply do the next thing on your list. I love the poem that Elizabeth Elliot popularized called Do the Next Thing. I want to read it for you and hope that it inspires you to know that we just need to focus on the one next thing that we need to do. The poem reads, From an old English parsonage down by the sea, there came in the twilight a message to me. Its quaint Saxon legend, deeply engraven, hath it seems to me teaching from heaven. And on through the doors, the quiet words ring, like a low inspiration, do the next thing. Many a questioning, many a fear, many a doubt hath its quieting here. Moment by moment, let down from heaven, time, opportunity, and guidance are given. So the three benefits of planning out our day and making a dedicated time for that is that it reduces decision fatigue. It minimizes the fires and it reduces our stress. It doesn't matter when you plan your day to realize these three benefits. I prefer to plan the night before, preferably before dinner time, so that I can go to bed knowing that I have a plan and don't have the subconscious anxiety caused by the unknown. It helps me to avoid surprises like an early appointment. But you could try different options. My daughter tried planning her day the night before for a week. And then she tried planning in the morning for a week before deciding which option she liked best. If you're ready to stop putting out the fires and start living purposefully, 
consider taking the Take Back Your Days Challenge. This five-day email series shares my top five tips for getting your day under control. You'll learn why you don't need the perfect planner and the one thing you should do every day, how you can stop saying busy, busy, busy like the rest of the world, how you can set boundaries and say no so that your calendar isn't so full and you can enjoy a day at home, and the four-step process that I use to teach my children new chores and skills so they can assume some of the responsibility for maintaining our home. Plus, you'll get access to the daily ATM planner that I use every single day during my dedicated planning time and have for the past two years. It's the only planner that I've stuck with longer than six months. You can join the Take Back Your Days email challenge by going to triumphantlearning.com forward slash take back. So I hope that you'll make time to plan your day and realize these benefits. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.